Good morning and welcome. We are starting today at the top of page 55 in the Curious Barista's Guide to Coffee by Tristan Stevenson. Let's go ahead and dig in. How Roasters Work Modern coffee roasters can take anywhere from 7 to 20 minutes to get the job done and can be conducted in a whole manner of ways, from a humble 250 grams or 9 ounces countertop roaster to a computerized million-dollar behemoth. The goal is the same, develop flavor and aroma through the application of heat. Pulling apart the process a little more, roasting is broadly a three-stage procedure with the first two stages overlapping somewhat. First, the beans are loaded into the roaster where the coffee beans dry as water migrates from inside the bean to the surface. This stage is not particularly impactful from a visual standpoint, but it is detectable through a grassy, warm hay aroma that the steam gives off. This leads on to stage two, the proper roasting where complex caramelization and browning reactions that give us the familiar coffee flavor. The coffee bean becomes less dense, drier, and more brittle during roasting, factors that combine to make it more porous and its components more soluble. Finally, when the roast is deemed to be complete, the beans are dropped out and stage three, cooling and outgassing ensues. Types of heat transfer. Almost all coffee roasters cook beans through a combination of different types of heat transfer, conduction, convection, and radiation. Heating by conduction is very simple to understand. It is the transfer of energy that takes place when a hot, solid object makes contact with a cooler, solid object. For example, when you pick up a cup of hot coffee and your hands warm up, the same thing happens during the roasting of coffee beans where cool beans touch the hot surface of the roaster, and also when a slightly hotter bean touches a slightly cooler bean. Conduction shouldn't be mistaken for radiant heat, however, which is where the hot surface of the roaster, or even a coffee bean, emits infrared radiation and heats things nearby it, but not through direct contact with it. The radiator in a house works like this. Convection occurs where a liquid or gaseous heat source, in the case of a coffee roaster this is the air, moves as a continuous current, rapidly transferring energy as it goes. A convection or fan oven works in this way, which is why it cooks faster even at lower temperatures than a traditional gas oven. Heat transfer by convection is the preferred method of cooking for coffee roasters because it requires lower temperatures and less energy, yet rather conveniently, convection is also quicker. But when all is said and done, coffee beans cook mostly by conduction, since once convective heat rapidly permeates the outer layer of the coffee, it can then only transfer through the static structure of the bean through conduction from one solid layer to another. Convection speeds up this process. The Drum Roaster The drum roaster is still the roaster of choice for a great deal of the global coffee industry, and in particular, it remains the darling of the specialty coffee industry, now taking pride of place in many of the world's best cafes. Its timeless, tumble dryer design, range of available sizes, and simple yet highly customizable roasting process have firmly secured its position in some of the world's best roasteries. 
Classic examples of drum roasters comprise a rotating drum made of solid steel or iron, usually encased within a slightly larger drum, and mounted on a horizontal axis. Single drum varieties also exist, but the convection and radiation of heat between the two skins of a double drum roaster are thought to result in a more even cook. Traditionally, the cylinder is heated from below by a gas flame, and somewhere above the drum is an exhaust that draws up smoke, steam, and any other roast byproducts. Beans are loaded in by way of a hopper, the part of the machine that stores the beans before they are loaded, on top of the drum and, once finished, are ejected out the front of the machine into a cooling tray. A fan draws air downwards through the roasted beans while rotating bristled arms stir them around. Indirectly heated drum roasters pump hot air into the roasting drum from an external heat source. This means the drum temperature is much cooler than if it were directly heated and, crucially, the air temperature of the roaster can be that little bit higher to compensate. The natural progression from this is the economically sound recirculating drum roaster, which recycles some of the hot exhaust air back into the roasting chamber. This kind of roaster is thought to provide a more stable roasting environment, thanks to higher humidity in the airflow, which in turn curtails the menace of bean surface burning. Fluid Bed Roasters Fluid bed roasters are a relatively new invention, first trialed by the late Michael Sivets of Corvallis in Oregon, who passed away in March 2012. Sivets patented the first fluid bed roaster in 1976 with the motto, keep beans moving, which it has to be said is exactly what these contraptions do. Because fluid bed roasters work on the principle of balancing bean mass, temperature and airflow, they are even more sensitive to roast batch size than classic drum roasters. If the load is too small, the beans tend to bounce around in chaotic waves, interfering with currents and leading to an uneven roast. If the load is too large, the upward air pressure from the blower is insufficient to propel the beans in a fluid motion, and the lower layers cook like the base of a pizza. Since these machines come in both manual and automatic flavors, the airflow on manual models needs to be dialed down through the course of the roast as the coffee beans become lighter. The upside of this kind of roasting is that almost all of the heat transfer to the surface of the bean is by convection in the fast-moving air currents, which makes the process faster. Much faster, in fact, with some light roasts lasting only three to four minutes. Fluid bed roasters also have little or no moving parts, which reduces the risk of malfunction. The downside is that fluid bed roasters capable of even 5 kilograms or 11 pound batch sizes are scarce, and even then require huge amounts of energy to keep the beans moving around. We'll stop here at the top of page 57 and continue on next morning. Until then, good coffee.